Lord is so good. Yes. Hallelujah. Welcome everybody this morning to those of you that's watching off wherever you may be this morning to glory way at the cross. The Lord's given me a message for this group of people. I believe that today we celebrate Father's Day today and we just got through praying for the fathers and and I thank God for real dads. Amen. Did anybody read the sign out there this morning? Oh, goodness gracious alive. What am I going to do? I put a blurry... Who did? I put a blurry sign on there where everybody can't grab everybody's attention. And I said, real dads take their children to church. And that's, I've seen it and watched it. It works. Take them to church. Take them to church. The Lord will save their soul and change their life. This morning, I want to preach a message entitled, Give Credit Where Credit is Due. Give Credit Where Credit is Due. This day, I lift up our Heavenly Father. Our Heavenly Father, the one that made us, the one that takes care of us, that answers prayer for us. And I'm going to be in the book of Psalms, the 107th chapter today, and I I want to talk with you for just a few moments. I'll go ahead and say in closing, and uh, Brother Bad back there will think we're just about out. But I'm going to fool him. 107th chapter. I want you to notice in this chapter, in the first verse of the chapter, it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. In the 8th verse, in the 8th verse, He said, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness, and for his wonderful works to the children of men. He says it again in the 15th verse. He said, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Again, he says it in the 21st verse. He said, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And then he again, in the 31st verse, he says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. My goodness, how many times was that? About five times that he he read that. I've always heard people say that if they repeat it twice, and in the same chapter that it really pays to pay attention to that. But here we have this repeated five times in this chapter. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. The Bible says that he inhabits the praises of his people. Whenever we begin to praise our Heavenly Father, when we begin to lift him up and magnify him, the first thing you know God is here. 
You can feel His presence. Yes. Oh, for a service, I pray for a service that whenever it's time for me to preach, that people are praising God so much that you feel the Spirit so much that I can't even stand up here and preach. Oh, for a service like that, that we can just praise God. Give credit where credit is due. Hey, I remember what Brother Wayne used to say. He says, he said, move, if God just lifted the oxygen that far above our nose, We'd die. We couldn't breathe. Give credit where credit is due. God deserves all the glory. He's our Heavenly Father. He's the one that takes care of us every day. Every morning whenever you get out of bed, swing your feet off the bed to stand up. You need to thank your Heavenly Father because He's the one that gave you rest. He's the one that woke you up. He's the one that gave you the strength to get up that morning. And we say we don't give God credit. We don't praise Him for what He does for us. My goodness, I look back at the things that God has done for me and the miracles that God has worked in my life, and I I could praise Him every day, every day. Give Him praise and glory. Oh, you know, how long has it been since you've been in a service that all people just had to shout and stand up and praise the Lord? We're not giving credit where credit is due anymore. It's our Heavenly Father. He's the one that takes care of us. You ever thought, how in the world did I get healed? I'm going to tell you how you got healed. God did it for you. Your Heavenly Father did it for you. It says, with His stripes we are healed. He did it. Glory to God. He said in the second verse, he said, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. <laughs> Look at that. Let the redeemed. How many redeemed folks do we have here this morning? Yes. Amen. He said, Let redeemed of the Lord say so. I'm going to tell you what, if church people that start giving credit where credit is due and telling the world out there about how good Jesus is and what He has done for you and that He is your Heavenly Father, that He is your Savior, whenever we start doing that again, I'm going to tell you what, the churches start filling up again, but we've gotten quiet. We don't tell people. Hey, He said, He said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you've been redeemed, you need to tell the world about it. You need to share it with with the world. How are they going to know if you don't tell them? Glory to God. We go on down and we read a little further. And all through this chapter is so good. I I read it all this morning. But to save time, we won't read all of it here. I, I just pick out a few verses. The 17th verse says, it talks about, how that the the people preceding this rebelled against God, but it it says fools because of their transgression. That word transgression uh, in the Hebrew is is fishah, which means moral or re- religious rebellion. Just rebel. There's a lot of people rebelling against God today. Totally rebelling. Don't want to hear anything of it. He said of their transgression and because of their afflicted. And I looked up that word afflicted, which is all now, 
which means self-affliction. You ever self-afflicted yourself? I, I remember, I've told this before, but as the hallway goes down through there to my bedroom, and on the other end of that hallway, that door never closes. It's never closed. And one night I got up from water, and I go stumbling down that hall, and she's closed the door. Well, it's dark, and I run in head on into that door. I self-afflicted myself. Like to broke my nose. It don't it does not close anymore. It stays open from now on. Because I said I'd get a giant nail and nail it to the wall if it ever closed again. But we can self-afflict ourselves physically, and we self-afflict ourselves spiritually. Because we don't give credit where credit is due. How would you like to be God and and God did something for you and you never thanked Him? You never give Him the praise and the glory for it. But what happens is that we just forget about that. Oh, we may we may say one time, Oh Lord, answered my prayer. But we never say thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you praise and glory for answering that prayer. My goodness, how great that is whenever you can pray. God hears that prayer. He heals your body. And like whenever I went back the last time uh, to the blood doctor up there, and he, he just kind of shook his head. He said, I don't know what you're doing. Keep doing it. Amen. To God be the glory for that. He's answered prayer. I knew people praying for me. Amen. God answered that prayer. And we're going to believe God that that's the way it's going to be. He goes on down. In the 20th verse, I want you to look at this. He said, He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. All He got to do is send His Word. (laughs) Oh, send that Word. That's all it takes. Yes. Whenever you send that Word, whenever you speak that Word, there's power there. Amen. He said sin. He sent his word. I think about the word. I think about Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. He said, For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word, here's this word, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Hey, God sent his word. It makes all the difference in the world. 
it said he's going, it's going to accomplish. Yes. And it's going to prosper. I'm telling you what, whenever, whenever you accomplish something and it prospers, give God the praise and the glory for it. It's his word. His word. Hebrews 4 and 12 tells us very plainly for the word, there's the word again, the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrow and is a discerner, listen to this, is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. There's that word. God sent his word. The word, John said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with, with God. Huh? The word was God. Whenever, whenever you realize what God sent, he sent his word. He sent Jesus. Jesus is the word. And it says very plainly there, as a, as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You can't fool God. Right now in this service, God is looking at every heart. He knows whether you come for something today or if you just showed up. He knows what you need, but His his Word says for you to ask. You can't hide anything from God. You can go into the darkest room in the house. Get in the closet, turn off every light, and God is still right there with you. How you know that, Brother Ronnie? Well, we just read it. He's a discerner. He He knows right now whether I'm preaching. He knows whether I'm really serious about this or not. God knows that. You don't fool God. The Word, whenever God sends the Word, the Word takes care of everything. Amen. If God sends a Word here today, Jesus will save your soul. Amen. He'll heal your body. Yes. How do you know that, Brother Ronnie? Because His Word told me that He would. Right. He said very plainly, and heal them. You see, the Word also tells us that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word. Yeah. The Word. How powerful it is. I think about over in Matthew. We don't have to read it. Matthew 5 and 8. I mean 8 and 5. I, I switch those numbers around. You remember the story of the uh, centurion? Well, Wendy's got it on the screen. We'll just read it. And when Jesus was entered in Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him. And saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. Oh, how powerful that is, y'all. Jesus said, look here, I'll come heal him. We need to give credit where credit is due. Jesus is the one that does the healing. If you need healing in your body, we need to praise Jesus this morning. We come and we, we try to have church the wrong way. 
we, uh, we, we come to church and, and we just want to come and socialize and that's not what it's all about. Whenever you come to church, you might be, while you over socialize, you might be keeping somebody from getting their healing. Huh? Whenever we come believing that Jesus can heal you. He can save your soul. He can heal your body. He can take whatever's wrong in your life and make it right. We don't have to worry about what's going on around about it. Hey, a lot of time we, we miss out on what God really had for because we got our minds off somewhere else. But you want to know something? God knows that because he knows the thoughts and the intents of our heart. But the centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only. And my servant shall be healed. Oh, my Lord. Speak the word only. And my servant shall be healed. That's all it took. We find out if you read the rest of that chapter, you find out that at the very same hour that he asked him, his servant was healed. I want you to know that, that God, even the centurion knew, all you got to do, speak the word. Speak the word. Whenever we begin to speak the word, things change. We, we allow fear to come into our life, and all we got to do is speak the word. He didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power and a love and of a sound mind. Amen. Whenever you speak the word, that devil has to go. Amen. You're sitting up in church and you're not paying attention this morning. You're paying attention to everything except what I'm preaching this morning. And God knows that if you'll begin to speak the word. Right. Say, greater is he's in me than he's in the world. First thing you know, that old devil will leave you alone. You might get saved. Oh, my goodness. The truth will make you free. Psalms, go back to 107, verse 27. He's talking about, as in the preceding verses there, he's talking about how that they were in the ocean... And the storm came up, and the waves got high, and they'd go high, and then they'd go nearly to the bottom, it seemed like. They'd go low. In the 27th verse, he said, they reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wit's end. <laughs> You ever been at your wit's end? These folks didn't know what to do. They were at their wit's end. They were staggering. I can just see them on that ship staggering from one end of it to the other, trying to hold on to everything. They were at their wit's end. They did not know what to do. You may be here this morning and have a need in your life, and you just don't know what to do. Well, 
The 28th verse said, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble. I want you to know, if you got trouble today, there's only one, let's give credit where credit to do. There's only one that can take care of that trouble. He can take care of it right here before you ever leave this building today. Why? Because he's able. He knows that you have the trouble because he's a discerner of the very thoughts and intents of the heart. He knows already. already. Here it was a week or so ago. I went to to my hill to pray. And I couldn't pray. You know what I prayed? All I could say was, God help me. That's all I could say. God help me. It seemed like every time I get over one obstacle, another one comes up. And it's always a battle continuously. And I got to the place that morning. I couldn't pray. All I could say was, God help me. God heard that. And God helped me. Now you can believe that or not. That's up to you. But God helped me. These folks, then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble. And he bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm so that the waves thereof are still. Then are they glad because they be quiet. So he bringeth them into their desired haven. From all of a sudden a storm and they ask the Lord and he brought peace to them. That's right. Oh, my goodness. We need to give credit where credit is due this morning. Amen. Is there a one of us here this morning that if somebody has trouble or sick in their body, is there a one of us here this morning that can heal that person, that can take care of that trouble? There's not a one of us. I cannot heal a flea of a headache. But I want you to know this morning that I serve a mighty God today. A God that can heal you. Can change your life. A God that can right now seize every trouble, every care, everything that you're up against right now. God sees it. God sees it. And this morning, if you were honest with God, because he knows whether you're not or not. But if you'd just be honest with God this morning and say, God, help me with this. Help me with this trouble. Let's give credit where credit's due this morning. God's the one that can help you. I can't help you. All I can do is preach his word. He says his faith, his word would not return void. But it would accomplish what it was sent to do and it would prosper. 
And I look at that this morning, and I believe that God is the one that we need to praise. He's the one that whenever our time comes to leave this old shell of a body that we have, God is the one, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that resides within us. The Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Now that's to those folks that are saved. But if you're not saved, God knows that too. So when you die, you just blot right on over into hell. Oh, Brother Ronnie, I, I, don't, I, I don't know if I can believe that. It doesn't matter where you believe it. The Bible says that. It says hell enlarges his mouth daily. Why? Because it's getting bigger and bigger every day. Because people do not give God credit that he is due. I'm thankful today. This day for my Heavenly Father. I'm thankful for all the dads here today that's brought your children. But I'm going to tell you most of all, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for my Heavenly Father. He knows what's in my heart. He knows what's in your heart. God, God is ready to do something for somebody right here this morning if you'll just allow him. If you just will allow him. Would you stand with me this morning?